we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 13th day of December, year of our Lord, 2021. I am Johnny Anderson, alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. It's great to have you on today. Bruce, how are you? Hello. Glad to be back. Healthy and alive. That's good. And Ned, how are you? You're just, you're oh. anxious to be here. That's, that's what oh, it is. You, you're just jumping just right, on, right on top happy. of everything. You're happy. That's I've good. Missed that's good. I missed you for two weeks. Well, yeah, yeah. I've missed you being on. So it's, uh, it's good to, it's good to see you here. And literally, as in you got yourself a new setup there. It's, uh, it looks fantastic. Sounds great. Yeah, you can see all my spots in HD. It's nice, isn't it? All my age wrinkles. Indeed. All right, uh, we are going to jump right into some conversation because everyone was sitting here rambling before we started and I, as I'm like pulling different things. And I, I've got some stuff we can talk about today, but you were explaining something very important. And I thought, let's just have the conversation on air because we hear this term a lot. Let's just lead with this. We hear this term a lot. We hear the term monoclonal antibodies. We hear that all the time. That is a uh, that it's Regeneron, isn't it? That that has that particular treatment. I, I believe that's that's what they that's what they put out. Thing is, the thing is, it's quite interesting because even it's it's interesting because they teach teenagers this in basic biology what an MCA is, yeah, and basically it's where you've used you've created a supposed a molecule and you want to clone it right so it's monoclonal antibodies right and it's creating this antibodies antigen which they actually design to actually find a pathogen so they clone these by using mice mice rats whatever because it's the safest the safest thing to do because you're not meant to go out and just you know use humans straight away whatever yeah you've got to go through a safe step and that's why vaccines and everything should take up to four and a half, four and a half years. Funny, we've got a we've been galloping along with this one, haven't we? We haven't taken four. And oh, a half well, we don't have yet. time to wait. We we don't have time to wait, Ned. <laughs> Not lives are at stake. We we don't have time to wait. Oh God, God, yeah, you know, you know. I just wondered. But anyway, taking the safe route. But the thing is, what what people don't. I mean, I would like to ask anybody that no matter what medicine you've you've always had got this sheet of possible side effects and whatever. Although we can take the safest route, then all these medicines, people must ask, why have we got side effects? Well, it's basically, we're in this evolutionary tree, this genetic tree and this biosphere. We've, we might be ever so slightly different if they looked along it to everything else. But that genetic difference does cause massive difference. And we use um, mice and rats as test subjects and to create these molecules, yeah, which then we can use to find the pathogens and then... We can then take tests, more tests, and we think, yeah, well, it's safe. Yeah, we've 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 cracked it now. We can try it on humans. But this chain has started with the mice and the rats, and there's always something within these medicines and vaccines of them. These cloned molecules start somewhere and they go along the way. We're not used to create them. You don't just farm a human body to create these things. We've got Plenty of little creatures to do that and continue to do that. We can create this thing and then we can, then we can really keep on cloning it. But within this genetic history, there are those slight differences. And they will, no matter what happens or could, not necessarily, have side effects. And that's why all man-made medicines can have an adverse effect. If, I mean, and this is after years and years of testing, and we all know that, I mean, I'd, I'd hate to think the amount of money that gets paid out in court cases, especially from bad advice and that farmer has all wrong information that have been given out there, it, it goes into billions because it's treated as a business and they want to make something, they get out of it. It's, it's like everything. If you manufacture something, it becomes a lost cause if you don't get this product out there and you get your product out there before someone else. And the cost usually is at the detriment to 
a lot of people and the cases still go on. And the only reason, I mean, this pandemic, the umbrella is still up there. That safety umbrella, as long as it's called a pandemic, they can get away with what they want. And it's going on. And we still are only in, what, two years or just over two years of what should it be at least four and a half of a safely tested thing. So we're in, what, phase three still. We are test subjects for this. And it's problematic because these vaccine that is normally made from what they call dead material, whether it's a flu vaccine or what, so you're not actually, it's what they, they call it dead material. So you've got a little bit of flu virus or four or six flu viruses, this vaccine made up of it, put into your arm. Yeah, it might, you might meet, hopefully, that flu virus and help you against it. But they call that dead material. This is genetically manufactured and like everything uh, is man-made it doesn't last it's not lasting so you have two two jabs you have a booster but the problem with that is or seems to be now you've got oh, it must be heading for 80 percent of the populations of most places have had these jabs you're getting variants you're getting covid people oh there's somebody's had two jabs somebody's had three jabs somebody's had the booster they've come down with coronavirus. So when do people wake up and say, look, this isn't helping you at all? It was only designed initially one jab to help you with the worst conditions. The more you take it, the more you're changing your makeup. You're actually changing yourself. You're, actually, you're, you're turning yourself into, into a, a form of laboratory because it is very possible. I mean, we're, we're different human, we're different makeups. Yeah, people are healthier than others. People are as healthier than those medically dependent. If you continue down the road with the vaccinations, you are going to create responses. I mean, we talked about ADE ages ago, and even Dr. Malone spoke about it, who is one of the men that designed this. They were worried about ADE. The problem is you've got to stop giving people vaccines because you're, you're going to get to a point where you create a critical stage, and, it, and it's, it's just spiraling out of control as it is. How many variants do they want? We've, we're going to run out of letters in our alphabet, the Greek alphabet, and anybody else's alphabet. It's well, that's just right. going to keep they're going going to, and keep going. They're going to use the constellations of the stars after that, they've already said. Oh, okay. yeah. Just to give you an idea. Two billion. Yeah. Just to give you an idea, the number of European footballers, and, and I, I don't know, if, have we discussed this with you before? The, the European footballers no. that, have, that have dropped? Okay. You, you've seen this, have you not? You've seen these cases. You've read about these. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of these footballers that are dropping. These are the top athletes in the world that are required to take this thing because through their football clubs, they have to be able to travel for competition. And they're just dropping on the pitch, just uh, like yep. grabbing their chest and then just dropping. It's And it's not just in the UK. It's all across Europe. It's in the United States. It's in Canada. And it's in Australia as well of these players that are just that, that are dropping. I, I heard this morning... I have yet to to actually go through and confirm this, but the the way the numbers were trending, I honestly I don't doubt it. But I heard this morning, last I checked, we were at uh, around seventy European footballers that have died, mm -hmm. not just come down with something, but have died of cardiac issues. And the number I heard this morning is that number has now surpassed hundred, and it's on its way to one hundred and fifty, and we're approaching three hundred that have had cardiac uh, some type of a cardiac problem uh, up to this uh, up to this point. Now, the media is trying to run damage control on this and saying, oh, there's nothing to see here. There, there's there's no correlation between uh, athletes having cardiac issues uh, and the vaccine. There's no correlation. And anytime you see someone that tries to point that out in one of these sports talk shows or something, the feed immediately gets cut and the conversation is never allowed to take place. And then, of course, you see all the hit pieces that get run as interference in the usual mainstream media outlets. So, I mean, how much longer? I mean, th th there were two German football players that just dropped last week after the final whistle was blown. Two players on the same field dropped. Yeah, fell over. Yeah. Are, you, are, are these it, people just going to continue to pretend like this isn't happening? Well, if you look at it, you've got, you talk about mainstream media. The mass, all they talk about is anti-vaxxers or those that are vaccinated or those that should be vaccinated and they 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 say we've got to turn this into a safety issue now i'm sorry what a heap of bs i mean it's it's, it's just ridiculous when will we actually get open media talking about it on a medical level i mean in the in the uk the bbc did put out 
that the um, medical journals and the um, science community have all spoken to the government and told them we should be vaccinating 12 to 15-year-olds. We recommend that you don't because we really don't know what's going to happen and possibly you're putting healthy people at risk. And then you've got the government saying, well, we listen to our medical and they just go ahead and doing it and they're doing it in all the schools and everything. Fine. So they're not taking the advice or they are taking the advice and then still doing what they want. So that is an open platform of denial. If you watch any platform out there, like that Jerry, Jerry, Jeremy Vine clip, they were just talking backwards and forwards, knocking it backwards and forwards on what. Let's a play safety issue. Yeah, play, play it after a safety but, issue. And yet not once did anybody say, on medical grounds, what is this actual vaccine doing? Uh, the woman you were asking about, uh, and I, I will play this clip here in just a moment. The woman you were asking about was Susie Boniface. Does that, does that ring a bell? Okay. Well, she's she's the one that's speaking in this. And of course, you got Jeremy Vine and, and, and somebody else. Uh, I don't know who, who it is. But anyway, uh, this is the clip that uh, we're referencing. We've Much got higher. five million people who persistently and why? sort of quite insistently say, well, we'll not have the vaccine. And a small proportion of them that may get Omicron and die is enough to cause the NHS. Well, yeah, yeah. you this, raise a fascinating issue. These restrictions are due to those anti-vaxxers, okay. thanks to them. Well, that's a very interesting issue because what we've seen for the first time here is them starting to look at this because they're starting to say you're going to a nightclub we want you to be double jabbed i think you can also show a lateral flow as well so but but do you think they should now say look the five million i'm sorry you've run out of excuses now You've got to get jabbed. I think you've got to. You can't make anyone do it. And the doctors and nurses agree that's not a good idea. But I think we do have to make it socially unacceptable. And in the same way as drink driving or something else. The <laughs> problem, we can't enforce it even if we imposed a compulsory vaccination. We don't have an identity card in this country. So how would you... What, are police well, just going to stop no, people in the well, street and say, have you been jabbed? Well, that's what they do in Austria. So what they do, yeah. they get... They, you're in the hairdresser, the, the... I don't know if they're inspectors or police or what. They come in and they say, can we just check everyone's double jabbed? If you're not, you're fined. Mm. And if they've got any un unjab people as customers, then the hairdresser gets a fine that's yeah. twice as big. And in the end, it, but I mean, people get very angry when it's stop and let us see your papers. Part of the your your that, paper gets yeah, angry we about do, that. But part of the reason we've got the new restrictions is to encourage people to be jabbed. Because if you want to go to a nightclub, you're going to have to be double well, jabbed. Yeah. Or a problem. football match, rugby match, uh, the theatre, cinema. But what about the Singapore option where they say if you, if you are not jabbed and you get it, you pay for your health care? Well, if we, mm. that's a slippery... I can see the, the temptation that was a slippery slip because then we start saying we're going to charge people who smoke. Smokers, and stuff. Exactly. But of course, smokers already pay through their tax to some yeah. extent. But I think part of the issue is that we call this restrictions. You call it draconian. We call it restricting our liberties and freedoms. If we called it safety measures, then how can people like Alexandra or someone else go, well, I object to more safety measures. It's like objecting to your safety belt in your car or a speed limit. You don't object to the speed limit. People they just don't want to be told safe. what to do. That's, that's the key thing. Is they don't want... The, 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 the state to tell them. And I, I, I see this so much on Twitter. It's just, and they, the, 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 this false information goes wild. Yeah, the false information just goes wild. I have yet to see a single piece of actual information that any of those people uh, submitted. They didn't, as you said. The, the, the point, the point in all of that conversation, if you even want to call that a conversation, I just call it mindless babble and fluff that means nothing. But if if anything should have been discussed there, it should have been, how are we going to get out of this situation without continuing to jab people with things that don't work that cause them harm? How are we going to get out of this with, with restoring people's liberties and holding the people accountable that have started this? But then again, that would throw themselves under the bus because they're doing exactly that. And will they actually get the scientific community to have a program so that they can actually talk about it on open air? Because that is the only, I mean, that is what the people want to hear. Because basically, okay, you even in the scientific community, you will have people for it and against it. At least you'll get an open debate and then there will be some form of understanding coming out of it. But no matter what, there will be a basis of truth that has to come out of it, you know, that they both sides agree on. And that is a scary bit because all this has done in every country in the world, basically, it has created debt of a massive scale. I mean, the stupidity of it all, I'm not saying get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. That lady there created the biggest stupid move. Why don't we call it a safety issue? You can call anything a safety issue if you want to force it upon somebody. That's what she's actually saying. She's not saying it is safe. She said, why don't we make it a safety issue? 
You can make anything a safety issue if you want to. You can make anything law if you can sit down and make a white paper in Parliament. You can force the issue whether it's a bunch of lies or not. The biggest problem is we want to know information. We want to know what's going on there at a level, medical level. What it does. I mean, not once did they say the vaccine was safe. It just spoke on a people level saying, I mean, she even used the word anti-vaxxers. I mean, I don't care whether someone's vaccinated or not. But she's she's polarised herself against somebody by actually calling them a name. So she's put herself on one side. Even though she could say something else, she's polarised herself. And that's all they're doing. They're polarising the societies. And they were talking about them and us and what we can do to enforce what we think on someone else. It didn't actually say anything about the actual safety issues themselves, whether the actual vaccine is creating its own nasty spiral. I mean, <laughs> heaven forbid, it look on the dark side for all the, all, all the conspiracy theories, is it created for that one thing? I mean, why keep pushing something? There's too many, there's, there's too many gaps. There's too many things that say agenda, agenda, agenda. And there's a lack of information and somebody's just poking you with a cattle prod, telling you to go that way. It's just, it's just not a good sign, is it, really? There's going to be some fun information that comes out here uh, the next time Fauci is before the Senate here in the U.S. Uh, because Rand Paul uh, has a little bit more information about some contracts that went down with this vaccination. Um, and the vaccine is half owned by the U.S. government uh, through contracts. Um, and it's literally worded. They own part of it. With all of this, what they were saying there, um, to, to your point about the, you know, if they would have doctors on and, and let the doctors discuss it from both sides. The problem is, uh, at least here in the States, all the cable networks, it'll only be Pfizer approved doctors and you'll only hear one negative uh, narrative. That's because they control they, the media. Exactly. You yeah. won't have a fair debate or discussion about it. Well, that is uh, why, on, it's, on the yeah, exa- exactly. It, there is a lack of. I mean, if 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 you want to go for information of how to build a building, you'll find yourself a contractor. You find yourself a builder. You wouldn't go to Jeremy Vine. You wouldn't go to uh, a person that wasn't. So you could listen to somebody spouting about. Well, I like this brick. It looks pretty. But no, I want to build a building. Somebody, please tell me. You'd want the information out there. Why do people have to go? off mainstream media to find information dark or otherwise about this because you will have people no matter what off mainstream media you'll have people spouting against oh anti-vaxxers and you'll have people spouting against vaccinations and everything like you will get it it's going to be it's a it's a mess so we need some form i mean they don't own all the media everywhere no, it and does I, seem like yeah. Go on, Johnny. I I think I think that that right there. That's a that's a very astute point. They don't own all the media everywhere, and I don't think they own as much as they want to own. As in, uh, this is the the point that uh, Bruce was bringing up to me privately the other day when we were talking offline. We were discussing the uh, the German quandary at the moment, and if you look at the way that the Germans are doing things, I mean, they, the government here has gone insane. Uh, the same with the Austrians; they've gone insane. But what's happened in these two countries? What's specific about the Germans, and what's specific? about the Austrians. That is, you don't have major corporation chains in here. That's the problem. So in a fashion that he pointed out, they need to keep people out of businesses. They need to shut down all the little mom and pop businesses that they don't control. It's impossible for them to go in and buy off everything. So they can't do that. So they need to shut people out of society. And if they can continue to play the polarization game, then so be it. You know, And if they have to knock people out of the box through use of vaccines or whatever, then they will. But the, the media corporations, it's the same thing. They don't own all the media corporations. And the fact that we still have a quasi-free internet, that poses a very serious threat to them. Did you see what happened in a lot of these European countries the other day? The Austrians, the Germans, uh, the Romanians, and uh, the Swiss and a few others, they all hit the streets. None of that's being put on television. None of it. Same thing with the French, same thing in the UK, same thing in Italy. None of these are being put anywhere. Portugal, uh, Spain, the Netherlands, all these countries, there, there are hundreds of thousands, if, if not millions, in a, in a week's time that are standing at the foot of these government doorsteps, and they're completely ignoring it. No, even the stuff that's happened in this country. And it's quite interesting because you've got only until something happens directly to an individual, such as parents that have organized school trips, 
all their children and stuff like that. And they think everything's going well, this, that, and whatever. And all of a sudden they're saying, well, you can't go there. Oh, the children, they don't need passports. Like, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with that. There's a lot of unrest there. Well, why is there unrest there? And because it's not on mainstream media, because it's not on the daily news about other countries, because all they're doing, all they've got here really is down in the UK, unless you go looking for it, is UK news and local news. Uh, international news is just about non-existent. And then you get, and um, yeah, and there's a lot of kids now giving it, well, why can't we go there? Why can't we go there? It's that and whatever. Even those that have obviously, oh, we got vaccinated because they told us we need to be get vaccinated. No, you can't go there. Why? Well, there's a lot of unrest there. And they won't openly come out and say why there's unrest. And that's all they say. And we, we, we all know it. People are, because it's about freedom of choice. It's about mandates. It's about being shoved around. And it's those people are giving it, uh, yeah, we don't like this. We don't like this. I mean, we, we are, we, the, human, the human nature of things is freedom. It's freedom. We need freedom of choice we, we, to, to, actually, to actually better ourselves. We need to be able to be free thinking. We don't need to be, you, you, if you want to oppress anybody, you just stress them out in a stressful society and you eventually the bubble will pop and you don't need that. You really do not need that. But Some people they, might say, yes, that's what they do need. But they don't care. They, they don't care. They're, they're going through and they're systematically destroying uh, our, our society. It's numbers. I understand it's, it's numbers. It's, in, it's, it's, it's inhumane, yeah. They're not thinking of people as people. No. No, they're, they're, they're not thinking of that at all. But it's a matter of also, if they're backed into a corner, which I believe that they are, then everything's on the table for them. To use a baseball analogy, it's two outs, bottom of the ninth. They're at the home plate. There's a full count and they are swinging for the fences. They've got nothing left yeah. to lose. They've got nothing left to lose. This is it for them. They're done. They are, they are finished. Their goose is cooked and they know it. So they're, they're just going to burn everything down. They're, they're going to tear all of this down on the way down. And they don't care how many people they kill in the process. They could care less. They could care less. Yeah, it is. It's a do or die thing because if this fails, it's going to be the nastiest genocide count yeah. going to court in history. Yeah. Well, I think you, you've. I think we've already hit those numbers, quite frankly, just from what we're able to to ascertain, just on the. Oh, surface. and even even if you, even if you put this vaccine up against all the other vaccines in history, all of them, where um, there were certain deaths, a certain amount of deaths which were accounted for, and yes, okay, but X amount of millions survived and everything. This one vaccine by itself has a greater death toll than all of them put together. Imagine what the next one's going to do. And when I say the next one, they've got another one rolling out in March. And they say, you're going to need three of those. This is, it's, and the, the, the problem is we have people out there that are actually trying to put the word across. You've got medical people out there trying to put the word across. This, the vaccine is just piling one thing upon itself. Their bodies are, are turning into, they're changing, they're turning into little laboratories because the, what they don't understand is, when you have that vaccine, that vaccine actually uses cells in your body to create itself, just like the virus does. So it uses your own cells to start with. It creates these spikes, right, which actually are looking for something. Now, initially, your lymphocytes will just attack it. Yay, white blood cells, let's have this or something in here, right? For your first seven to ten days, your antibodies aren't about, and then, then you're going to get masses of them. And then you've got the biggest, the, the, the biggest problem you've got is if you do this again, you have got a chance of really going over the top and your body overreacting. If while you've got the vaccine, which is like a little umbrella, which actually stops you getting any bad effects, you can then still get COVID and create a strain within yourself, or it can manifest itself and give it, whoa, this is a nice place to grow. And you won't feel anything. You could, you are in some respect, because you've got this safety net here, you're, you, you could be a little lab going on and not knowing it. So really, if you think about it, those that are vaccinated are more dangerous towards the unvaccinated than anything. In fact, they're dangerous to each other because, yeah, they're going to get strains. If they create strains, somebody else is going to pick it up and they'll show symptoms and then you get locked down. It's, it is happening so obviously and readily out there now 
because there's so many people vaccinated and these things are happening. And yet all they're doing is naysaying and just, okay, say a scenario of 100% of the world is vaccinated. Then what are people going to see then? And then all, and, he, and people are still, hang on, they're still getting COVID. We've been all vaccinated. There's no one left. We can all go to the nightclubs. We can all do this. Let's get on with life. Yeah, but it's still happening. Gibraltar. When do they wake up? Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. They have 100% of their population in Jib has been double jabbed. And they have yep. the highest number of cases of any region in the world. Yep. It's so truth. when when do they wake up? Let, let me let me ask you this. I want to play a clip here of Sajid Javid, the UK Health Secretary. I want I want to play a clip of him. Uh, this is only about a minute. Uh, he was in he was in Parliament. It, you know the the blowing out of proportion this uh, this Omicron whatever this Omicron. is. Omicron. Yeah. 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 Blowing out of proportion this. But he sat down with the uh, whatever your advisory panel there is on not Sage but another one. But uh, he sat down with them and they immediately said that they're going to half the requirement for boosters from six months to three months. So what that means, yeah, and what that means is that, and, and this, he's publicly saying this, what that means is, is that you're now going to have to be boosted or just, because well, you can't even call these boosters, you're now going to have to take a uh, an injection every 90 days now, or you're considered unvaccinated and your NHS pass or NHS app pass, whatever the hell it is, your COVID passport will become invalid. Listen to this. L- listen to this. CVI published its advice in the last hour. First, it advised that the minimum dose interval for booster jabs should be halved from six months to three months. Second, that the booster program should be expanded to include all remaining adults aged 18 and above. Third, that these boosters should be offered by age group in a descending order to protect those who are most vulnerable to the virus. So priority will be given to older adults and people over 16 who are at risk. Fourth, that severely immunosuppressed people aged 16 or above who've received three primary doses should now also be offered a booster dose. Finally, that children aged between 12 and 15 should be given a second dose 12 weeks from the first dose. I have accepted this advice in full. With this new variant on the offensive, these measures will protect more people more quickly and make us better protected as a nation. And yet, there are over 300 cases of Omicron in this country are once hospitalised. Yeah. It's a variant. These variants, if... People are given the chance your own immune system is better, far better, because it naturally learns. The problem with vaccinations, like everything else, it will affect your own immune system because that is taking control. It actually, I hope people realise that that is actually giving signals to their immune system to kick off. And that is where the problem lies with your ADE because it can send your own system wrong signals especially if you're having closer and closer vaccinations it's just going to go haywire or could do it's not necessarily going to even if it happens in it doesn't really matter if somebody dies as one too many it is just so wrong i mean i take it the world health organization has i mean the last has ceased to comment have they actually ceased to exist they're actually saying uh, we were talking about it. What was it, Bruce? A couple of days ago, they're saying that uh, there is uh, no. Uh, what was it, Doctor Michael Ryan said? The uh, the guy from Southern Ireland. He said that uh, there is no definable evidence to show that booster doses have any effect on any of these new variants. So we feel as though at this point that they're not necessary. That that's that was the stance mm-hmm. that they took. He's apparently their head of. Like, uh, emergencies or whatever it is. But uh, he's also the same guy, just for reference, he's also the same guy that said about a year ago that we need to go into the houses of families and forcibly remove people uh, that are sick in a in a dignified manner. Yeah. So we see where that goes. But yeah. I mean, personally, I think the day the World Health Organization is a standalone organization, it might work instead of being a donor to certain other people in the world. 
Well, let's just be honest. I mean, I, I think he pretty much runs the organization, doesn't he? I mean, I, for He's all things considered, it, yeah. all things considered, and then of course you've got China that's uh, that's involved with basically running the World Health Organization, and they're well. one of the biggest donors to them as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, the U.S. gives quite a bit of money. Uh, to be fair, it will do. I mean, yeah. you are correct. The biggest the biggest problem you've got is your media. Is owned. I mean, uh, how many outlets do they own? 13, 14 more outlets? I don't think Pfizer? they own. Oh, Pfizer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, I have that somewhere, but yeah, anyway. But the thing is, you've, you've, so, so you've got the media, you've got Pfizer. Yeah. Pfizer, um, America, people would say it stands to make a lot about. No, the proof is in the pudding. America's in meltdown, just like all the governments elsewhere. The mouthpiece of the people is is not talking for the people. They're talking at the people and they're telling them what to do. They have become a mouthpiece for the corporate because by pushing this and pushing this and not questioning anything, I mean, personally, as a parent, you question things. But we've got the majority of parents and everybody giving it, oh, we just got to do it. Yeah, for what I go, I want to go night. <laughs> I've said it before. I don't get it. Nightclubs, some dark nightclubs, used to be places where you could go and get drugs. Probably still can. Now you've got to have a drug to get in. I mean, it's ironic. You can't go in unless you've had your drug. Oh, you know the one that's not tested. <laughs> Lab rat. Thank you very much. But yeah, no, it's 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 beyond irony. It's it's it's, it's a joke. It's a very dark, miserable joke. Because no one's saying this could be harmful. Do, no one's saying. Think, do, do you think that the governments are trying to? Because you, you say they're talking at us; they're not talking for us. Okay, fine. Uh, you know, you're not going to get any argument from me on that. But do you think that they're trying to run interference at this point? As in, they're trying to get ahead of the curve before it comes back to smack them in the face. Let me explain. We were talking about two groups polar being polarized against each other, right? That's all they're doing. Like we played the clip earlier of the Jeremy Vine show. They're not talking really about anything except pitting one group against the other and then trying to throw something at you that you can't deny. So it keeps you in a perpetual cycle of just accusing another group. Safety measures, right? So what if... They're trying to get ahead of the curve before it even starts. Let me bring that into focus for you. This is what the <clears throat> new symptoms, yes, and I cleared my throat on purpose. These are the new symptoms of the Omicron variant. Now, some of these things you would just be able to pass off as a regular cold and flu or even COVID for that matter. COVID-19 patients commonly suffer a fever. Okay, fine. Weakness and pain in the muscles often accompany it. Fine. Yeah, fatigue. Your throat may feel sore as well. COVID-19 is typically characterized by a cough, either dry or productive. There might be breathing difficulties, disorientation, dizziness, altered mental state, and a headache. A number of heart-related complications may occur, including heart failure, arrhythmias, heart inflammation, and blood clots. That's supposedly a symptom of Omicron. And that mirrors the symptoms of the vaccine. That mirrors the symptoms of the research of what the vaccine causes. The research mm-hmm. of it that they're blatantly well, it's denying. Not research. It's not research. Well, it's, is it? yeah, it's, it's what we actually, they it's actually, what we actually say. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've even said out there, you know, these are, but it only affects one or two in a million. <laughs> yes, yeah, those well. rare cases, extremely rare yeah. cases. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, these are yeah, and that is why it's because people don't realize they have turned themselves into lab rats. Exactly. And we were talking earlier about the footballers. This is the kind of article you see out of the Telegraph. Listen to this headline. They're talking about sport here, right? You can clearly see this is the sports section. COVID, a more likely cause of surge in footballers collapsing with heart problems than vaccines, scientists believe. Scientists criticize sport pundits that continue questioning wisdom of having vaccination against COVID. Well, what do you expect me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what, what can you say? You know, I mean, I saw this... Um, I saw this statistic this morning. Uh, this is uh, we we talked about the airline pilots as well. I mean, we we we've been hearing about airline pilots having issues. Let's just try this one on for size, okay? Let's look at pilot deaths in the U.S. Just in the United States, okay? Just in the U.S. Pilot deaths. This is according to the October November issue of the Airline Pilot Magazine, which is a U.S. publication. Okay, pilot deaths in the U.S. In 2019, take a guess how many they had. Just right off the top of your head. None? They had one. Okay. They, yeah, they, they had, had one. one. They had one. Okay. Oh, Two, 2019, they had one. <laughs> I don't know. His wife killed him. 
Yeah. 2020, how many do you think they had? Ooh, how many did it escalate? I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It is higher than one. Ooh, 35. They had six. Ooh. Okay. 2021. Oh, yeah, we're, we've gone oh, from one to six. Okay, so seven in the last in the last two years. We're nine yeah. months. Well, actually, we're... Uh, I'm sorry, we're... Um, it's gone from one. It's six to one. Keep going. Oh. Yeah. So we're... So it's gone up 600%. At, at the time... Yeah, at the time of publication, which is this is the October-November issue, that's nine months. Okay, so October... You know, November, December, yeah. So that's nine months. 2021, they were at 111. Oh, shit, that is too many. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, even even on a, a joking level, if you're playing a game show, that is just, that's just ridiculous. Uh -huh. That is, the percentage of that is humongous. It is. Bruce, Gosh. you look like you wanted to jump in there. No, I just, uh, not really. I, I want to say shocked by it, but I'm not shocked by it because this fits the data we're seeing. This fits what we're seeing. Like it, it's not because well the the pilots have been um, everybody was logged down, so the pilots were a bit rusty, and there was a lot of plane crashes. That didn't happen. They were actually flying the entire time during COVID because they had to keep going to those different um, airports to keep the contracts. So they were flying. It's just they had no passengers. But that is like a what 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 is that like a two thousand percent? Oh, so it's got to be higher than that. Ned's over there crushing. Higher than that? No, 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 no. It is it is humongously. I mean, if you think about it, even if you went say if it was you okay, you you take the first year, you've got a six to one. You think exponentially, even at six to one, that's thirty six deaths. Yeah, but that has gone up say three times that. Yeah. So it's not even six to one. That's uh, that, that that that's gone up eighteen to one on that original case, and that is that's on the six to one exponentially. If you're going one six eighteen, and you keep continuing the same thing, how it, and on the so you've got six so one six hundred eleven, which exponentially you're going up there. You're going up into massive figures. That, that, that I mean, if you're looking if, at if they on. continue down that line. You're gonna lose. Oh, yeah. you're gonna run out of airline. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're you're looking. You're looking. If you're looking at that on a graph, then that line's that, that's vertical. That that line is is yeah, absolutely yeah. vertical. It's, it's going very steep. It's going very steep. And that I mean, and that is just within a specific. I mean, God, problems if one flat lines. This is this is the problem right there. Is what happens if if one of these? And we've we've heard about airline pilots that have had to make emergency landings. A lot of them in the last few months. Mm -hmm. And the airlines have been trying desperately to keep that shut up. Uh, and there's been whistleblowers that have come out and said, no, the pilots have died. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, but uh, that right there, I mean, that right there, regardless of anything that would they would make, make you uh, do to try and get you to, you know, to stop you from traveling, I wouldn't be getting on a plane anytime in the foreseeable future unless, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Because, I mean, what? what? what I mean, how, how, do you, how do you know? And, and I, often, I often wonder the same thing about the train drivers. Same thing. What, what happens what because it doesn't matter what you. I mean, okay, it's it's quite unfair because it's uh, it's unbalanced because the part of the human race which is susceptible, more susceptible to the heart failure rate is the male side anyway. It's not the female side. Well, that's true. But most pilots, I, I'd say, well, probably all pilots, I think, are are, yeah. are male. Well, yeah, the high majority of. Yeah, it, it's not that. It, it's quite. It's it, it's quite because of the situation. I mean, if it, I mean, if I wanted to be joking and I and, and I was a, a female, I could go, "Wow, yeah, that's an opening for girl power, isn't it?" But you know, it is a, any person that is in a situation like that has to be screened medically. As for blood pressure levels and everything else, so more. It's it's got to be part of the job that before you go out, before you go in, whatever. Sorry, you're not having a party. I mean, it's it's like you've landed here, you've got a couple of days grace, and then you're off again. So the first day they want to go and have a hooli, and they know that the second day they got to stay clean, so they're ready to go and stuff like that. And they've got to be off it. That's gonna stop, mate. They're gonna they're gonna close you down. They're gonna change your way of life. You know, you might be flying around the world, but sorry, mate, you're in that tin can. You're going to stay in the airport. You're not going anywhere. They're going to shut all them down. It's going to change the life. It's it's changing. It's just they're changing the aspect of everything because, well, yeah, I mean. They're at the end. That's why. I, and I don't understand how people are still so readily jumping at this. Okay, I understand taking a vaccine. I understand people who don't take the vaccine. The vaccine was there to help. 
yeah, the medically at risk and whatever. As long as that umbrella is there, that the vaccine gives you, that, that threshold that masks anything and allows you to still catch COVID, still pass it on, still be a little manufacturing tool for creating things within yourself. If you've had the vaccine once, fine, that's enough. Leave it. It's done its job. If they keep pumping this into you and at shorter rates as well, your own immune system is going to go bonkers. It is going to go bonkers, no matter what. People might give it, oh, I said, why don't I feel good? Why don't I feel this? Unnecessary this. And there's a lot of them out there. And because this is looking, this vaccine looks for COVID. If you're creating it and passing it on and you're, that vaccine's actually masking it, you're giving it, oh, I'm fine, but you're not. You are. A, you could be a laboratory going out of control. You could be just whatever. So it is literally time to say, well, yeah, let's just back off from this. We, we've, we've had time of it. Let's just take that year out, two years out, and just see if humanity actually copes with it. You know, the surprising factor that will be? Uh, yeah, it will. Your immune systems will just give it, yeah, I, mm, I know what that is. And you'll just get on with your life. And you will get your life back. Because at the moment, they've drained the soul out of humanity. Humanity is just nodding its head, going along, going along, going along. It doesn't know what it wants to do. It's actually, they've gone. We're, we're living in a time of tipping points, aren't we? We've got tipping points of what we've done to our biosphere. We've got this tipping point of what we are willing to do just because somebody tells us. Man wasn't designed that way. Man was designed to question things. Man was designed to say, yeah, I want to follow that football team and go watch them beat that football team. Well, what's the point? We might as well just have one football team now and you all follow it because well, that's what COVID's rate, doing. It's making life boring. Yeah, at the rate that uh, these footballers are dropping, we're not going to have any football to watch, to be honest with you. <laughs> but <laughs> That's going to affect taxes. Well, yeah, but it's it, well. Not only is it going to affect taxes, but uh, Boris Johnson. Um, I want to play his clip here from the other day. Now you weren't on with us the other day, and I don't think I played this for you. Uh, I want to play his clip from what he talked about with the new plans, the Plan B or whatever in the hell it is, Plan C, D, E, F, whatever in the hell letter he's on. Uh, this is his rollout, or uh, quite frankly, we all know who's calling the shots there because they're having dinners at Number Ten and at Windsor Castle. Uh, and at mm -hmm. Bucking, or excuse me, and at uh, Buckingham Palace with um, with uh, Mr. Gates. But anyway, uh, this is Boris Johnson on the uh, plan on the implementation of Plan B. It's now the proportionate and the responsible thing to move to Plan B in England, while continuing to work closely with our colleagues in the devolved administrations. So we slow the spread of the virus, buy ourselves the time to get yet more boosters into arms and especially in the older and more vulnerable people, and understand the answers to the key outstanding questions about Omicron. So, first, we will reintroduce the guidance to work from home. Guidance to work from home. Employers should use the rest of the week to discuss working arrangements with their employees, but from Monday, you should work from home if you can. Go to work if you must, but work from home if you can. All right. I know this will be hard uh, for uh, for many people, but by reducing your contacts in the workplace, you will help slow transmission. Second, from this Friday, we will further extend the legal requirement to wear a face mask to most to most public indoor venues, including theatres and cinemas. There will be, of course, exceptions where it's not practical, such as when eating, drinking, exercising or singing. Third, we'll also make the NHS COVID pass mandatory for entry into nightclubs and venues where large crowds gather, including unseated indoor venues with more than 500 people, unseated outdoor venues with more than 4,000 people, and any venue with more than 10,000 people. The NHS COVID pass can still be obtained with two doses, but we will keep this under review as the boosters roll out. And having taken clinical advice since the emergence of Omicron, a negative lateral flow test will also be sufficient. A few things he said in there. Venues of more than 10,000 people, there's all your football matches. So you're now going to need a COVID passport to get into all your football matches. I don't think the football fans are going to be too happy with that. Second. Or a negative lateral flow test. Or a negative lateral flow test. Or uh, the other thing that he said there. He said the, several. Um, 
Yeah, he, he said several. Oh, yes. The two doses at the moment will be sufficient, but that will be yeah. under review later. And of course, you've got yeah. you've got the, the groundwork that's already been laid with that from what Javid said earlier, as far as the booster program. So you know that they're going to change that. Uh, they've changed everything up to this point. So I, I don't think even even if you were to put all of this aside, okay, j let's just let's just take this at what he says for face value. We know that he's lying. So and we know that all these governments are lying. So let's just take these for the sake of argument. Let's put that aside for the minute and let's assume that they're telling the truth. Okay, we know they're not, but let's just assume for a second that they are. The governments can't open the economies. They can't do it. The reason they can't do it, as you said, then this I played that clip to kind of put a spin on the last point you made, Ned, and that was let's just take a step back. Let's take a few years. Everybody gets their lives back and, and we all move on. They can't. The reason they can't is because economically they can't. By keeping the economies shut, they can channel where money goes into places that they control and places that they can regulate. With the COVID passes and the tests and, the, and all these other ridiculous uh, regulations, they can then pull people out of the workforce when they see fit, and they can keep that money channeled around the world in places that they need. The problem is, is this that if they do what you're suggesting, which I'm not disagreeing with you, but if we do what you're suggesting, then the economy's open and there's money flowing everywhere. And they can't stop the inflation at that point. There's nothing they can do. We are Argentina. We're at Weimar Republic, Germany, the entire world. They lose control of the financial system and they go down with it. So they can't open the economies. They're in a catch-22. They're, they're stuck. They're, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. And the economies are knackered anyway, if you think about it. Yes, but this, they control it at the moment is what I'm saying. Yeah, with this measure... Don't. Government don't. Yes, but the, the banks are using them. Is my point is yeah. they are they are using this agenda of COVID to, and these variants and everything else to continue that control. They have control over it at the moment, but if they lose that control and the economy's open, then the entire house gets burned down and they go down with the ship. The biggest problem is, I mean, the world can only generate so much profit, so much economy. Now, every country in this world, by having to pay, and they would have paid for some way or another, or have a big, massive IOU debt for every vaccinated person, one, two, a booster or whatever. So in all honesty, if you have had, okay, the first vaccine, yeah, okay, had its use. Anyone that has taken the second vaccine at a booster has cost your own country Something economically, economically wise. So basically, millions of them. Everybody gets vaccinated a second. They get a booster, and they continue getting these boosters every three months, ninety days in this country. Yep. Okay. There's a price for that. There's a price for everybody getting vaccinated, no matter what. That, and they'll say, "Oh yeah." So hang on. The unvaccinated person is putting so much pressure on the NHS by not costing them a penny, but the eighty percent of the population. It's costing the NHS what by getting vaccinated. Sorry. I mean, whether I'm for it or against it, which I'm just about choice, looking at that from a simple mathematical point of view and an economist point of view, bugger, that's draining a lot out of this country, isn't it? Every three months. And, oh, let's see how many small businesses can go down as well and whatever. Yeah. And all that money gets redirected. That in itself, is going into someone's pocket, okay? So let me think. Hmm, there was advert on a telly and there's adverts on the radio and they all say, oh, COVID this, COVID that, breathe it out, whatever, it's causing this, it's causing that. Come get your PPE from trustppe.com. You can get it within four hours. We are a five-star accredited whatever. Okay, fine. But where's that money coming from? Where's your mask coming from? What horrible economic stress is this put on every country? But if it's happening to every country in the world, it's all going in one direction. And nobody's asked where it's going and why is it still going there? You know, and why, hang on, I'm in a supermarket and they're all starting to moan now. Why can't we get this? And why can't we get that? Well, we can't come across the borders now. And it gets stuck over there and it gets stuck over this and it gets stopped somewhere or whatever. Ooh, they can't do their job, can they? You're doing a good job, aren't you? You had three boosters yet? Yeah, that'll cost you your bag of oranges and everything else that you had in your shopping. I'm sorry. 
I mean, I started this on a level in the February back in 2020, just because it was all about information and everything. And I really, really did not want everything that we talked about come true. Likewise. And it, and, uh, and it has. And it, it's still, that freight, like you say, the freight train is still happily steaming along. It's, it's going along and people just shout about what they can't have at the moment or whatever. And they don't realise their part in this. As an individual now, it's got to a point that every time you take a booster or whatever, you could be damaging yourself. You could be damaging anybody that you give the advice to to take it. And you're just putting the levy on your own economy. And you've got no right to moan. You have no right to moan. I'm sorry. You got no right to mind. What's even worse to all of this, just just kind of a, in a in a gallows humor type way, um, you look at where this virus originated from, who funded it. Just happens to be the DoD, the Do. Uh, what was it? I don't know. It wasn't DOJ, Google. but it was NIH, and it was basically the United States government. Basically Google. funded Google. Yeah, basically that was the ones that funded the creation of the virus, uh, and now. They're also in a 50-50 deal with, I think it's Pfizer or Moderna, one of the two, for creating a vaccine. Mm -hmm. What kind of Ponzi scheme is that? Like, this oh, yeah. is a, I mean, you're committing genocide with both the, the, the virus and the vaccine and making money off of it at the same time. And you're convincing the, the people of the world or attempting to convince them that they need to take the product that is potentially going to kill them. That's what because Kissinger another said. product that they created killed That's them what or, or is going to kill them. It's exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. If you can get anybody to take a vaccine, you get to the point where they'll do anything for you. And they'll pay and you for it. They'll pay you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it. Yeah. Now, just real, really quickly, to your point there, Ned, and that, that, I, I, like, I like the way you went with that, Bruce, but uh, to, to your point there, Ned, Bruce and I were looking at some statistics out of Scotland. Now, you could use that as a, as a good bellwether because uh, in the UK, they have had some heavier restrictions, COVID passports for quite some time, uh, mask mandates, high vaccination rate, and all the rest of it. Would you say that that's accurate in Scotland? That's, that's about right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we were taking a look at some of these numbers, and I'll clearly show you the chart right here. These are COVID-19 hospitalizations in Scotland by vaccination status. This is from August 21st through November 26th of 2021. So this just uh, ended uh, a couple of weeks ago. So if you look here, the green lines represent the unvaccinated. These are, again, these are hospitalizations by vaccination status. The red lines represent the vaccinated, the double, the double mm -hmm. vaccinated. Which one is actually showing more hospitalization rates? It's pretty clear. Well, it is very clear. I mean, for those that actually can't see it as we can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's of a factor to two to three times for the vaccinated to be hospitalized in some cases there easily. And it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, the vaccinated, I, I, yeah they will be hospitalized. They, they, it does not stop you getting it. And the yeah. problem is you will react more and more to, you will actually show COVID signs more readily because your system is rebooting every time. Yes. And how many times can you get a reboot before something bad goes on? And that doesn't look very nice either. That was this, exponentially worse. These are the deaths of vaccinated and unvaccinated August 14th through November 19th of 2021 in Scotland. Green represents the unvaccinated. Red represents the double vaccinated. That's scary. That is. The, the data oh, no, is no, clear. No, yeah, I know. The, the, the data is clear and it, it's, it's off the scale. But it is simple. Your immune system is far, far better than anything ever. You got it for a reason. Your immune system, I mean, yeah, we have lost... I mean, we talked, I said tipping points, yeah, tipping points, population tipping point. Yeah, I mean, we are exponentially, there are far too many people. We all know that. It, 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 we let things go far far off, off the rails or whatever. But even at that point, the more people, the more closer society is, yes, you will get natural stuff. We don't have to create the damn stuff ourselves, but we do, no matter what happens, recover from it. Our immune systems do recover from it. And no matter what, this, if they allow the numbers to go, which is scary, this situation of COVID will kill more than anything else ever. And historically, where'd you put that? I mean, do you give yourself a pat on the back? They would. So, yeah. 
<laughs> we did it. We did it with good intentions and walked all the way to hell with them good intentions as well. These are two separate articles I, I saw out of The Atlantic. The Atlantic is a, uh, is a scientific publication, Scientific Atlantic, uh, out, out of the U.S. I think it's out of Boston. This is the first article you're going to see here is uh, from September 23rd, 2021. And the headline is, no, vaccinated people are not just as likely to spread the coronavirus as unvaccinated people. This has become a common refrain among the cautious and it's wrong. Fast forward to December 9th, just yesterday, the headline out of the Scientific Atlantic is the following. The pandemic of the vaccinated is here. A COVID winter surge and the spread of Omicron have made it clear that COVID is everyone's problem. So within the matter of a few months, they've done a complete 180. Yeah, but we know it's going to happen. I mean, when, the, the, when one of the creators of this science actually gives out a warning and it's totally ignored, you know, and then medical people on several levels, give it out, and they're still giving it out. You're biting your head against something, and we've got to really break through. We've got to really break through. And the only way you can break through, and the simplicity of it is all, I mean, okay, prove us wrong. I'd like to see it. I'd like to have the experiment of, don't take the vaccine for a year and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I dare the world. I dare the lot of you. They won't do it. Would it make a difference, though? There's so many people that have already been double jabbed now. They already have... Um, it's already causing, uh, I, I need to find the paper. Um, the, yeah, the, there's a paper. Burn. It's not everything. It's got to be, it will burn out, but we've got to find out what the symptoms are because if we continue, we, we still have two years go to that end of the four and a half years of a justification medically of a test series or medication. We, we, we're still in the test stages. They're still, and they are ramping it up. I mean, it is just ridiculous. I mean, what happens when you get to the four and a half? Uh, how Double many people are going to die? Uh, well, if they make it that people, far, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it, Europe is a tinderbox right now at the moment. I, I don't know. It's same thing with Australia. All it's going to take is one of these countries. And when I say one of these countries, the, the populace is angry. I mean, they're, they're very angry at what's being done. Uh, and I, I'm not talking about the ones that are out there taking jabs. They're on self-destruct anyway. It's like a drug user, right? It's In this case, it's literal. They're, they're a drug user. Bruce, you're shaking your head. You, you disagree with me? Australia... I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm questioning whether or not Australia is really 64% of Australians voted for fewer 100 or fewer covid cases a year 100 or fewer a year 64% of the population voted for so these draconian lockdowns that we're seeing the the crazy nonsense that we're seeing 64% of the population voted for it if that is true and accurate there was, I think, 80% of the population voted for a thousand or less within a year. I mean, these are the lockdowns they're trying to, these are the measures they're trying to do to meet that requirement. So I don't know how much of the population, if that's how they voted truly, I don't know how much of the population truly is against any of this. The crowds we're seeing out there could easily be the 10 to 12% True. that True. Yeah. didn't vote for it. It's a good point. And the rest of them are for it. But let's let's also look at it in this respect. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you when I say this, but let's, let, I'm just giving another side to it. Let, let's look at, typically, let's look at revolutions in a sense where they go the right way. Okay. And I'm, I'm making reference here to the American one. No disrespect, Ned, but <laughs> I'm make, making reference here to the American one. It's always a single digit percentage that makes the change is my point. It's always the single digit percentage. We changed our way in America. We had our revolution with 3% of the people. Uh, the, the other 97% were literally the types that you're talking about. They wanted to stay with the crown. They wanted to stay uh, with England. It wasn't just the crown, though, was it? I mean, I must admit, you had Britain, yeah. you had France, you had several yeah. people yeah. bitching about it and actually acting like bloody idiots. Yeah. And actually, once again, they were not caring for the people. This is all about grabbing something and controlling something. And yeah, they deserve to get their ass kicked. Well done on that one. Then I must admit, America has become a corner for a lot of things that have been good as much as it can be a pain in the ass as well. But hey. No argument. You know, but that bastion is taking a good kick in at the moment. And if, you can't afford to break. You can't afford to break. You've got to get rid of 
Dr. Doolittle there. He's oh, doing you my head of all of it. No, you got your revolver. He does. It. It, it, it's, it's all going to go. Dr. Do Nothing. Yeah, but the, the problem is, is if you get rid of Dr. Do Nothing there, the, the bumbling fool. Did you, did you see him at Bob Dole's funeral where he actually <laughs> said end of message at, while he was giving the, the, the speech there? It was, oh, it was unbelievable. So embarrassing. Um, but he, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but the, 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 what were you waiting for? You're waiting for the tune. That's all, folks. Yeah, something. <laughs> something. You know, I was waiting for Porky Pig to come out there or something. <laughs> But if you get rid of that, even if you clean out the entire administration, okay, just just for the sake of argument, let's say you clean out the entire administration, you don't have an enforcement arm to deal with the rest of this corruption in the system. That's the problem. You, you need to, you need yeah you need a Department of Justice, and when I say Department of Justice, I'm talking about you need a real back in the original days of the FBI organization that was that was completely divorced from all politics that will go in there and clean house on these jokers. That's what has to happen. The, the solution is to purge everything. And I all agree. the 450 departments, remove them. Yeah, There should I only agree. be two departments. Yep. Uh, I, honestly, I think the FBI should be abolished. Personally. I'm not going to argue with you at this point. I'm really not. I mean, there there were times when that was a, a great organization. Not going not gonna to argue that point. But now... It's it's a damn joke, and and anybody that, quite frankly, uh, if you're if you're still employed by those people, and it might not be down to the, the just the usual rank and file, whoever's investigating a bank robbery or something, but if you're employed by those people, you need to take a serious look at who your bosses are, and possibly think about a career change in the very near future if you haven't done it already, because you're not winning yourself any favors by being part of that organization. That organization, what's going on right now with the FBI, um, the centralized system that is the side effect of it whenever you have a centralized government run system you're always going to end up in corruption that's just the way it is because you're going to have someone come in that is more flawed than someone else before them and it will always become corrupted that that's just what happens with centralized systems human nature yeah there's actually <sighs> There's actually something. Who's trying to um, change the law in favour of whistleblowers in your um, houses over there? Whether it's um, one of your gentlemen. Because basically, your justice system in 2016 it made a past a really horrible thing in favour of corporate systems, whether they could be held accountable yeah, for fraudulent information, which they usually get sued on so they don't tell them this could harm you and stuff like that and that's why 80 percent of fines and everything else came from pharma or whatever but they put what is something they caused called it something like materialism a case of materialism where if the government was still paying the company they can't be charged with fraud so basically like if you were still paying a defense thing or a, a pharmaceutical company they could probably get away with what they were doing and that was written. Yet. I know, and it was it's it's scary because um, at the moment you've got you've got quite a lot of um, whistleblowers trying to say things out there now, aren't you? People are coming out the woodwork about, especially about Pfizer and what what went on with the testing and everything else. But it was it was just um, American law, twenty sixteen. It was a Supreme Court. You could dismiss a lawsuit against a corporation fraud lawsuit could be dismissed if the government continued to pay the contractor that could apply that to just about anything law. that could apply to any yeah. government contractors there are That's, yeah, yeah. technically technically speaking uh, a government contractor you could say pfizer moderna the, yep. the 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 wuhan lab is technically a government contractor because mm -hmm. we sent money to them so well, why, why do you think it's still open it's still open. It's still operating. Because I'll tell you why it's still open and still operating. Because you don't have a damn person in the West that's willing to stand up and call this BS out for what it is. You don't have anybody yeah. in the West that's got a spine. You think any of these these uh, these pipsqueaks, so-called elitists, who are actually the scum of the earth, you think any of them actually have a spine in the first place? <laughs> they don't. No. They don't. But i tell you what. Um, Senator Chuck Grassley, is it? He's one of your senators. He Senator is trying to up. Yeah, he's trying to update the laws to help whistleblowers because basically it's it's really weird. It's it's like <laughs> they used to get round um in another way where they used to put the whistleblowers out. It's like somebody did a whistleblow on a company and the justice system used to take notice as long as they were still working for them. 
So if the company sacked them, <laughs> it then went into sort of you're not yeah, working it's just for them anymore. Disgruntled so how, employee yeah, at that point. Yeah. So you're not working for them anymore. So um, how can your um information be up to date? Da da da. And there used to be so much. And yeah. And I and it's your Senator Grassley who's trying to fire a lot of cases at the moment in favour of whistleblowers. It was quite interesting, actually. Very, very interesting. Bless his heart. He's got to keep going. I'd be interested to see where that uh, that goes if it uh, if it happens to pass and get proposed down the line. You got anything else? Hello. It's getting close to Christmas. It is. Are you going to uh, Sir Rod Stewart's uh, Christmas party? No. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, um, well, I, I, the reason I was the reason I was wondering is because he's only allowing triple vaccinated guests uh, to his Christmas party this year, and he says if you're not one of these people, if you if you haven't had the vaccine, then well, you're just a killer. <laughs> but I, I, he's not up to date. What? It, it's four vax no, now. No, it's not no. three. Ross Stewart is out of date. <laughs> is he? He's only seventy six. <laughs> Sorry, I mean he's still. Oh no! Don't. Uh, oh bless him. So somebody else that is using their position to voice something, hey? There's not enough little people saying things. There's too much them in us. Christmas. Look, if you think about it, right? Christmas. Come on, people. Let's get the Christmas spirit on. World wars, they stopped fighting. They came out for Christmas. Just stop this polarization. Stop the them and us crap. This is Christmas. I mean, it's about time they grew up and woke up. I mean, you get... I mean, how can some book like written by charles dickens years and years ago um the christmas carol i mean in there you had um if you think about it the middle class people yeah walking around asking for money for the poor but when they went home they didn't open their door to the poor so you've got all these middle class minority people in america shouting all the racist and segregation or whatever but i bet they don't open their doors to those people at christmas and share the true colors Christmas is bigger than everybody. Let's just get this. Well, it's it's a ch- it is one of the biggest chances we've got to literally bring back this community spirit. I mean, that's that's all you can say. Christmas is Christmas, man. Happy Christmas, everybody. Couldn't agree more, my friend. Uh, we will have you on before Christmas. Yes, you'll be back before Christmas. I'll try. <laughs> you'll try. Yeah. And Ellie. Yeah, but the condition of you coming back before Christmas, you've got to be tripled. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Quad. Quad and a booster. Quad, quad and a booster. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're going to go ahead and call this one done. So I want to thank you for being here today, Ned. Uh, it's been a real pleasure, uh, as always. Great conversations whenever you come on. I, I love it when you come on because I don't have to talk so much. So uh, it's it's nice when you, uh, you come on because when, when you take all that extra time and do all that extra research and you sat down tonight, I said, I'm glad you're here because I don't have anything planned. So we're just going to go off of what you have. And you're like, I don't have anything. Okay, well, that's the best conversations, I guess. It's not bad. You did plenty. I want to thank you guys for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you on Monday. If you're listening to us on Monday, have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow.